0: For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text drive to 94,000. Hope you enjoy the message. Hey Dylan, well, that's loud. I know, I'm sorry about that. Mm, it happens. I don't even talk to you? Mm, I think that's false. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Don't care. Probably has like a 30-hour update, but sure. <laughs> How's everybody else doing tonight? Good? Very good. Awesome. Tonight, we are going to move into week two of our mood series. And Tebow started us off just talking about general idea of what moods are like and not letting them control us. But tonight, we're going to hit on something that I think... I feel like I actually know quite a bit about, which is anger. Um, so before we get started, I'm going to ask a question. Nobody has to raise their hand or anything. Just to yourself, kind of think it. How many of, you, how many of you have ever been so mad or so frustrated or so upset that you just you had to react? You couldn't hold it back. You couldn't just continue to think about it you had to you had to say something or do something in some way to to show your anger and i feel like i know about this pretty well and you can ask shelby you can ask tivo i get mad kind of easy they got onto me earlier today and tivo said would you just calm down and i always lie and say i'm not mad but i get mad pretty easy over little things i let out a deep exhale because everything frustrates me. So I get this, and I don't really say it proudly that I understand anger very well. But it used to be an even bigger part of my life, a huge part of my life, and it's still kind of a constant battle today, like I said. I just treating the people that I love the most poorly just because and you know, and lashing out at them just because I have anger is something that I'm still trying my best to control each and every day. So to kind of show that, let me tell you a story about a time whenever I got really angry. And this was in middle school. We were in the boys' locker room because I was playing on the boys' baseball team. And that's where we went before every game to get ready, blah, blah, blah. Normal stuff. You go to the locker room, you get ready get on the bus. And there's this one guy that was on the team and him and I didn't really get along. I don't really know what it was all about. Um, We played the same position. He thought he was a lot better than me and he probably was. But we got equal playing time so it ticked him off. And him and I just weren't really that cool. Uh, We didn't get along on anything. But regardless, one day we're in the gym And we're in the locker room. We're getting ready. We're changing. I'm changing into my uniform. And I went back up the locker room steps to go out in the hallway because I wanted to get into my actual school locker and grab my algebra book so I could bring it on the bus with me. And I get back down, and right on the bench where my cleats and my hat were sitting, they're gone. And I figure somebody just took them to be funny, normal Locker room stuff, doesn't really matter. I was laughing, and I was asking people who took them. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like I said, it was, it was typical locker room stuff, like in, in the guy's locker room before a game. And then I turn around, and the guy who I don't like very much, and he doesn't like me very much, we don't get along. He has my hat on his head, and he has my cleats on his feet, and they're tied up. And he tells me that if I want him back, I'm going to have to get him from him. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm not big. Like, I'm small. Like, is that apparent? And I was a lot smaller then. So I didn't really know what to do. So in that case, I'm just saying, like, hey, you know, funny joke, man. Let's just let's give it back. Let's move on. And he says, no, I think I'm going to wear them for the game today. And he starts to walk away. And at this point... My blood's kind of boiling because I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. I'm angry. That's my stuff. What, how am I going to approach this? And like I said, he starts walking away. And if you remember, I had my algebra book in my hand. And I was so angry and I was so frustrated that I, it just kind of took me over, this anger did. And I took this book and I grabbed it, you know, both sides of it and brought it over my head and just smashed him right in the back of the head with it. And then he turned around, and he was going to say something, and I hit him one more time with it, like with the side of it, to make sure it really hurt. And then there were probably some choice words in there that an eighth grader shouldn't have been saying, and other stuff like that. But regardless, I had lost my mind. I just lost my mind. Like, I was like acting like a psycho. Imagine... Like a four foot five, like little, like barely weighs 100 pounds, just smashing people in the head with a book in the locker room. It was, like I looked like a complete psycho. Luckily, the the coach had heard the commotion and he just said, give him his stuff back, quit fighting, blah, blah, blah. He was a cool dude. And he probably felt bad for me because I was little and, you know, had to stand up for myself like that. So maybe, maybe you can't relate to that story. Maybe... You're not a psycho who smashes books on people's heads. Or maybe you, you know a better way to get your stuff back than I did and how I described it. But to me, that's the only thing that made sense in my head at the time. But regardless, I think, I think one thing that we can do and we all can relate to in this story is the general feeling and the general mood behind it all. Anger is something that we've all felt at one point or another, Maybe you get angry when your parents punish you for something, but your sibling gets away with it. Or maybe you get angry because you lost a big game because there was an absolutely terrible call. Maybe you get angry because one of your friends is talking about you behind your back and you found out about it. Or maybe your anger comes from not getting what you want or what you think you deserve. Or from seeing somebody else not getting what you think that they deserve. Whatever the reason is, behind our anger, it can be super easy to fall into this trap of letting it take over and doing things that you wouldn't normally do. Letting it affect how you think, how you respond to others, and how you talk or how you act. We all have different types of anger too. Different ways of expressing our anger and how we feel. But when we feel anger, we usually respond in like one of these three ways. There's outward anger. And this is that kind of anger that it, it comes out in a really obvious way. It's very apparent that you're angry. You lose your temper. You scream. You yell. You get loud. You punch something or get physical. You smash a book on someone's head. You, when you're angry, everyone around you knows it. And you, you show that feeling to everyone around you. And then there's inward anger. You don't raise your voice, but the people around you still know you're angry because you've completely shut down. You go silent. You close off. You cut people out quietly, but it was intentional. Your anger, it may not be as loud as someone going you know, who has outward anger, but your silence is still screaming the way that you feel to the people around you. And then there's also protective anger. And this one can be kind of tricky because it's anger for the right reasons. It can be outward or it can be inward either way. It's anger about something wrong. It's about bad or evil, something unfair that's going on in the world or around you. And you see those things happening and anger just stirs up inside of you. And you you want to or you want someone else to do something or say something to just make it right. And truthfully, there have been a lot of great things that have happened in history because of this type of anger, this type of protective anger. There's a story of a teenage girl who was super angry that there were still places in the country and in the world who didn't have clean water. And she got her friends together and they started this huge initiative to get clean water around the world and that's something that's still going on today and it's still active today. And maybe you've experienced this type of protective anger when you see, maybe whenever you see someone getting hurt on social media by someone that you know. And maybe that anger, it got to you and it made you do something. It made you stand up for that person. The anger itself, it came from the right place, right? But... It's still about the same thing as most of our anger, or most of our other anger. Someone or something isn't getting what you think they deserve. And one thing that I want to make sure that you take away from this conversation tonight is it's that anger itself isn't wrong. It's a mood. The mood, the feeling, the emotion, that isn't a bad thing. That's not bad at all but it's when it starts to control us or begins to kind of rule our lives that it has the potential to do harm to us and to others. So then that, it kind of asks the question, what do we do to, to manage this mood, this emotion, this, this anger that threatens to control us, to hurt us, to crush relationships with others? And I think we can find some really good answers from this guy named James in the Bible. James James was actually the brother of Jesus, so it's pretty safe to say that he had a really up-close and personal look with how Jesus lived his life. Like, he got to see it firsthand. And in the book of James, and in this particular passage, James is, he's writing to some of these Christians in his time who were all over the region, and he's just encouraging them. He's encouraging them to live out what they've learned from following Jesus. And in this passage, he addresses something that I think can really help us when it comes to handling anger. And this is what it said. It said, who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. From where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. So James, he starts that passage with a question. And with that question, he says, who is wise and understanding among you? And you may have heard that word wise before. We've, it's a, not a word that's thrown around a lot, but we've heard it before. And to be wise, is, it's different than being smart. It's a different thing. You, you kind of earn wisdom from your experiences. If you're wise, you take what you've experienced and you learn from it. Like me, I'm not super wise. I think I'm fairly smart, but I don't know if I'm that wise because I don't necessarily learn from everything that I do. Like I still get angry. And James, James asked his audience to consider which of them was wise. Which of them was going to learn from the things that they've experienced and be different moving forward? James James started by saying that you know we can show that we are wise in the way that we live, the way that we treat other people, the way that we view other people, and the things that we do to demonstrate our faith in God. Those things those things will be like a sign of the wisdom that's living in our hearts. But If we have things like bitterness, envy, selfishness, or like we're talking about tonight, anger in our hearts, then your actions and your words and your responses are going to show that instead. It's going to show those things. And that's where James says you're going to find this disorder and evil. And if we allow those things to exist in our hearts, then it's going to come out in our lives in the form of anger and that can have the potential to hurt a lot of people to hurt you and to hurt others. And it's like I said earlier, anger itself really isn't bad. But what we what we do with that anger is what can be. You see when when it comes to anger, we all have we all have a choice. We're all going to have reasons to get angry. That's never going to change. It's just the way the world is. There's going to be things that happen that are unfair. But when you're faced with anger, we can control how we respond to it. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't don't really want to be ruled by my anger. I don't want to let it control me. I don't want to feel like it has the power. Like that's not a good feeling whatsoever. Letting your emotions control your life isn't fun. And if you feel this way too, let's, let's look at... One more thing that James said. James says, what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? James, James is saying this because he wants us to know that if we want to keep anger from being the boss of us, from ruling us, we have to understand where it comes from. Like, you have to find the source, And according to him, that source is inside of us. In James' words, the anger starts with evil desires at war within us. And that that sounds like dramatic language, and it's not something that we would necessarily use today. But I think what James is saying is this. He's saying that our anger is about not getting what we want. It's about selfish or jealous or bitter feelings that are fighting for space in our hearts. And oftentimes, it's about life not happening the way that we think it should or that we thought it should. Maybe maybe we think we should have been the one to get the lead in that play or to get the starting position on that team. We think that our friends should have treated us better. We think our parents should have tried harder to stay together because that's what our family deserves. Or maybe we feel someone else didn't get what they thought that they deserved. Or we think our siblings been punished for what they did to us, and we're not happy about it. We think our boyfriend or our girlfriend should be more unhappy about the breakup that we just experienced. Or we think that our dad should apologize for the way that he treats us and treats our family, and that he should feel bad for leaving. And all, all of those feelings, those desires and those feelings of anger that James said are battling within us, well they're about they're about one thing and that one thing is control. We have this idea of how life is supposed to be and we want to control it. We want to be able to control it. We want to be in control of the way that people act and the way that life happens so we can be sure that our expectations and our desires are met. But as you and I both know, it's pretty obvious that just this isn't just the way life goes. Like, our desires aren't always going to be met. People are not always going to act the way that we think that they should act. Life isn't always going to happen the way that we want it to happen. And when it doesn't, that can lead to us feeling super angry. Angry at the people around us. Angry at our circumstances. Angry at ourselves. And maybe even angry at God. And as James said, those feelings, they can, damage, they can damage our relationships. They can lead to fights and quarrels. And let's be honest, it can lead to a lot of other negative things that follow up with that. But here's, here's the thing. When we, when we let anger control what we do, what we say and how we act, it becomes the boss of us. It, it becomes our master. It rules our life. But remember what TiVo TiVo said last week. Jesus, Jesus offers us a better way. He offers us freedom from letting our feelings control us. He offers us a way to manage those feelings and to manage all of our big feelings that feel so out of control. Jesus says that anger doesn't have to be the boss of us. And a lot of you are probably thinking, like, this sounds super easy for me to say. Because when I feel angry, that's all I can feel at the time. And trust me, I get that. Like, I get that more than you know. It's like I said earlier, I have struggled with anger my entire life. And it's not something that has ever come easy. But we all can fall into this trap of letting anger control us. But even though it's it's difficult and we fail at it a lot, I think that there are ways that we can manage all of these big feelings and not let them control us. And one way to help manage anger is to take a step back. When you're angry, we usually feel that we have to react or respond. Like right then, you have to do something to every single thing that makes you mad. If it makes you mad, you need to react to it. But in reality, we really don't. We can choose instead to take a step back, to take a deep breath and even though you may still be angry inside you can choose not to yell, not to text, not to cut someone off or cut someone out we can take control of the anger rather instead of letting it control you and another thing that we can do is we can we can be honest in order, in order for us to understand our anger we have to be honest about where it's actually coming from a lot of times It's not about that exact situation. Like, where is it it really coming from? What is is in us that's setting us off and making us angry? Maybe it's something like jealousy or fear or disappointment. Maybe it's grief or pain or frustration. And those those not-so-good desires that James talks about and those expectations, just try to name them. Whenever you think about why you're angry, it's more than just that situation. There's something deep inside you that's causing that anger. And the next time that you find yourself angry, you know, pause. Try to think about it. What got you to the point that you're at right now? And it seems like something that's maybe oversimplified and that it won't help at all. But I can promise from experience that getting to the bottom of your emotions is it's a game changer it can be difficult and it can be really annoying sometimes and frustrating but it's part of taking control of the way you feel because if you understand why you feel that way then you can control it and then from that point talk to God about it talk to God about the reasons for your anger this is this is really vital Invite him into what you're feeling. We don't need to keep our anger from God. And after all, he already knows what we're feeling anyway, so what's the point? But he can handle our feelings, and he wants us to bring them to him. Or maybe if you're struggling to understand or recognize the source of your anger, maybe talking to someone else about it is another great place to start or to begin, whether it's in a small group or whether it's with a leader or someone that you can trust, someone who loves you and wants to see you you know, live free from the control of anger in your life. Someone that you, you trust, actually open up to them. Because sometimes just talking honestly to someone can help you see or understand things in a different way. At least that's, that's been my experience. I used to always hold my anger in. Or besides the time I smashed somebody in the head with a book, of course. But I wouldn't talk about my feelings. I wouldn't talk about why I felt that way until one day I decided I was tired of living that way. I was tired of having it built up inside of me. And I sat down and I, I found a leader at the church that I was going to at that time. And I said, hey, I really struggle with this. Like, I'm angry all the time. Everything makes me angry. And we sat down and we talked and we got to the bottom Of those emotions. It sounds oversimplified and you don't know if it'll help, but I promise that finding where it's coming from is so helpful. And the last thing that we can do is you can own your part. And this one is probably the hardest of the three. Because honestly, when we're angry, we want to be angry at someone else, we want to be angry at something else. Because we're mad because we don't have control. So it's somebody else's fault. But, there's, but there is one thing that we can control, and that's ourselves. So maybe, maybe somebody hurt us, but then we said something, you know, to hurt them back. Or maybe something bad happened to us, so then in response, we do something that's equally as bad to match it. You know, those things that are done or said in anger in our lives, we have to own them. You have to own up to them. We have to take responsibility for those things. It's the only way that you're going to be able to deal with your anger is if you take responsibility for the things that you're getting angry over and the wrong that you're doing. When we take a step back and we're honest with our feelings and take responsibility for how our anger makes us react, we're choosing to be wise with our anger. You're learning from your mistakes in the past. You're choosing to be wise. We're choosing to look at what's going on inside of us and to make changes going forward. And as we do that, your anger, it loses its control and it loses its power to control you. It loses its ability to cause you to react or to respond in a way that isn't healthy. It loses the chance to be the boss of you. And just... Tonight, above all else, I want you to remember that anger, it doesn't have to be the boss of you. It doesn't have to rule your life. It doesn't have to be your master. We can, we can flip it on its head and control it. Our emotions are super strong, but we are a lot stronger than them, whether you think you are or not. Especially whenever we bring God into the mix with us. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you so much for each and every soul in this room, Lord. Um, I just pray that tonight you will allow all of us to have the confidence and the courage to release that anger. Help us to figure out what emotions are going on inside of us that are causing this anger and building up to this crazy thing that we don't know how to control, Lord. I just pray that every person in here will... Learn a way that works for them that will help them control that, Lord, so that we can have healthy relationships and we can love everyone the way that you love us, Lord. Let me pray this all in your name.